With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown and John Carlos Barra and we are your hosts. On this episode, we will debate whether the Billy Donovan signing was a good move for the Chicago Bulls and I know Riv has a lot to say about that. We're also going to debate which young team in the Western Conference has the best shot at making the playoffs. Also, who should Philly trade for Harden, Embiid or Simmons? Then we will talk about the Carl Anthony Towns rumors and what is the missing piece for the Dallas Mavericks. And today, some breaking news happened. Doc Rivers got fired from the Clippers and Oladipo wants out from Indiana. So we're going to talk about that as well. And then (laughs) we're going to talk about the NBA Finals between the Miami Heat and the Lakers. Not exactly in that order, but we're going to talk about all of them. Somewhere, somewhere. uh, I think it was pretty good, man. Can't complain. I know the, the game is going on right now. The, the Chiefs, Chiefs and, Ravens. and Ravens. You know, I wish I could watch that right now, but I do the show. Nope. Thanks to priorities watch. first. What about you, JC? How your day? Work, bro. Work. Yeah. So the first topic of the day. Wait, wait. So we could bring our computer from now on? That's what you're telling me? I mean, if you want to, you can. No, nothing stopping you. Ah, noted. Noted, noted, noted. I ain't know. All right. So the first topic of the day is. Was the Billy Donovan signing a good move for the Chicago Bulls? And Riv, you're a Bulls fan, so I <laughs> want to ask you first: Was it a good move? Absolutely. Jim Bolin was the worst coach in the league by far. I think this move definitely sees that the front office is moving forward. You know, we got young talent in Kobe White, Zach Levine. We still got Laurie, who's still a he has potential to be a really, really good player. We have Wendell. We just got to get rid of Otto Porter Jr. And Denzel Chris Valentine. No, nah, I think we could keep Chris Dunn. He uh-huh. locks up defensively. He's just offensively. He's not that guy. But I think Billy Donovan, what he just did with OKC in terms of getting that team to the playoffs, putting in the right schemes, playing the three-point guard lineup, which was one of the clutchest lineups in the league in the fourth quarter, I think what he showed in OKC is that he can build a team that's not meant to be anything and turn them into a playoff contention team. And that's what Chicago needs. You know, we've been out the playoffs since 2016. We haven't been there in a long time been in the losing seasons so i think that's this is ultimately the next step in becoming a playoff contender like we used to be that's it yeah that's all you had to say <laughs> yeah pretty much okay what about you jc uh, do you like the move well, did I you like, want me to say more i thought I she was about to th- i thought she was about to go in depth on it uh, <laughs> i gotta see more yeah, yeah gotta i gotta see. see more i mean i like the signing i feel like they got the best head coach available uh prior to the doc rivers fire Word, right but I still would have leaned more towards um, Billy Donovan. I think this move put that the organization is serious about winning. Like Riv said, I feel like this team, like many, like I feel like this team has hidden talent, like many other many other people feel. I mean, I feel like Laurie still has potential to be a very good player. I don't think he's done. I think Zach Levine is really good. I like Kobe White. He's good. So 
I think Billy Donovan, the most important thing that he brings to the Bulls culture is winning. You know, he's been a part of playoff teams. OKC this year had an had an amazing run for what what it was worth. Game seven against Houston, a lot of people didn't think they were going to make the playoffs that year. I certainly did it. So um, I think that he brings a winning culture, and I think that this is the best coach available to turn the Bulls organization around. And I think he will do it. Okay, so. Say something hate. Before, Say a hate remark, I dare you. Before I give my take. I want you to stand up from your chair, Why? <laughs> and I want you to go check on the camera to make sure it's recording. Because <laughs> I have a feeling that I didn't press play, but you could just check. Is it good? Yeah. Okay, it's good. All right. So now I'm about to give my take. Just me Billy Donovan <laughs> was one of the best hires by, I think, any team is going to make outside of somebody hiring Mike D'Antoni, potentially. And... Obviously, the the firing of Billy Donovan came to a surprise of everybody. We thought he was going to stay in OKC because their future does look really bright. Yeah. But I think the problem that he saw with OKC and many of us should see with OKC is that they're far from contention because their picks are like in 2024, 2025, Mm -hmm. 2026. So they're pretty far from all of those assets coming into fruition. What I see with Billy Donovan in Chicago, I think the reason he chose the Chicago Bulls is because he thinks he can win there. Mm-hmm. He left OKC because he saw that they were going to start rebuilding. They're probably going to trade Chris Paul, maybe Steven Adams. So he wanted to go to a team that he thinks he can win with. Mm-hmm. And I think you can win with Chicago. Yeah, They have a good roster. The pieces are there. Laurie's there. Zach Levine's there. Look, my, my favorite stat, my favorite thing about the NBA now, I know most people hate it, is a three-point shot. And... Chicago's good at shooting the three. I mean, you got Levine at 38%, Laurie at 34 Kobe at 35 That's 38% a bad year, too. And Porter shooting 39%. I know you said you want him going, but I feel like Porter is a really good piece. I, I want him going contract. because he's, he's getting paid $27 million. Yeah, I mean, his, I think his contract is expiring next year. Yeah. So whether you give him up, you let him stay. Like, if we whatever. signed him for something less, I would be fine with it. But $27 million for Otto Porter, I can't, I can't get with that. Yeah, and then Thaddeus Young, I mean, he, we think of him as a slasher, but he shot 36% from three in yeah. Chicago. <laughs> so, And when people think about Chicago, they think about offense. But this past year with Jim Boylan, he was a horrible coach, but I think they were 12th in defensive rating. And the Bulls have things to build off of. You got the 12th pick, no, the fourth pick in the draft. Yeah. So, you know, you could. I don't know who you probably get, Killian Hayes, a point guard, probably somebody like that. No, because the, you know what Jim Boylan said one game? He said, pre-interview, we were playing the Bucks. I remember this shit clear as day. The Bucks were coming to town, rival game. He said, Giannis is easy to stop. I know how to stop Giannis. <laughs> he proceeded to start the game with Chris Dunn guarding him. Giannis puts Chris Dunn in the post, and he scores 15 in the first quarter. He is the worst coach I've ever seen in my life. I thank God that he got fired. I'm grateful that he got fired. It's been the worst shit show. To your defense, we're not probably going to draft Killian Hayes, though, because we have Kobe White there and Chris Dunn. So I don't think bringing in another point guard, a project at that, would not help the case. I think we, if anything, we'll probably go with. I mean, I think Devin Vassell can go as high as four. I think we're looking at a three and D. Maybe the guy from from Auburn. I forgot his name. But uh, let me check his name right now. I don't think, because looking at an OB Toppin wouldn't make sense because we have. Isaac Okoro. The wing, the wing defender. Yeah, he would be the best. I mean, because we don't need a. We have Kobe, we have Levine, so we getting Edwards, getting Lamelo, 
We have them too. We just got those guys. Then you got Lori and Wendell, who hasn't really, they haven't been healthy, so we don't really know their full potential. So getting Obi Toppin wouldn't make sense there either. Mm -hmm. So we're left with the three, and we've been weak at three. We've passed on Cam Reddish. We've passed on Michael Porter Jr. Those are two players that possibly could be all stars. So now Isaac O'Curry, he's he <laughs> he like he was a he was a lockdown defender in college. He won Defensive Player of the Year. So. If we pass on another wing for another guard, like, I don't know, man. Like, at this point, I th I think we should go. Through. I mean, Billy, Do Billy Donovan said, he said, I want players to come up to me. I want them to tell me their skill sets, where they want to be in the game, and then we're going to make ways to adjustment. That showed me that he's about the players. He's going to put our players in a position to win. I think he's going to benefit Laurie in a sense because Laurie – got held back by Jim Bolden. They turned into a spot-up shooter. Mm -hmm. And that's not – he's more like an offensively like a – not poor Zingas, but kind of like that. Like he can stretch out. He can go to the paint. So I want him to expand his game and get the ball and touches more and Zach to become a better playmaker, Kobe too. And I think that's part of the reason why Laurie's three-point percentage dipped because Jim Bolden didn't know how to use him. And I loved Laurie coming out of college. He went to Arizona, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved him out of college. I thought mm -hmm. he was kind of like fit the poor Zingas kind of play style. Easily. You know, he's a stretch where he could play the five. But I think the Chicago Bulls are in a weird position with their roster. And what I mean by that is that every player at your positions either is good enough to not draft a player for that position mm. or young enough to yeah. not draft a player for that They're position. They're all young. Yeah. Because we don't know who Wendell is. But he's, he's 21. He has potential. So you're like, oh, we can't draft a center there. You know, you look at Lori, potential. We can't draft a power forward there. And you look at Otto Porter, you know, he's probably, a wing is probably going to come off the bench for him. So, and Zach Levine, we know who he is. And Kobe White, you're not going to draft the guard because Kobe White's there. But I think the two positions that they probably do draft are point guard or small forward. Uh, I'd like to see a point guard there because I don't see Chris Dunn there for long. I, I think mean, he'd I mean, probably leave. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird. Like you said, it's weird because we haven't they haven't been healthy enough to show us anything. Or they're just too young to show us anything. Wendell's played, well, he played like 30 games this year. Lori played about 30-something games. They, they don't play. A, our starters, Zach Levine, Wendell, Lori, Otto, for the last two years, haven't played 60 games together. So that shows you right there that the cognuity isn't there, the chemistry isn't there, and they haven't been healthy enough. So we don't even know. We see Wendell as, yeah, he could block shots, he can play defense, he can kind of stretch the floor, but we haven't seen enough to make that. We already know what Lori can become, but can he – become that can he get to that level without getting hurt with a, a, co a good coach and now we have Billy Donovan so it's going to be interesting to see what we do I mean we also have cap too and we like you said we have the number four number four pick so it's going to be interesting we have a very interesting offseason coming and I really am capable I am confident in this team going forward next year and I think we can make a run at eighth seed really if short healthy. really short offseason it's going to be like a month at most yeah. the draft is in what November Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a really short offseason. So just some hot takes, just a prediction. Do you think the Chicago Bulls make the playoffs next year? If we're healthy? Or not next year, next season. If we're healthy, yeah. yes. That would actually be next year. It starts in January. I the thought season, season starts uh, December, December 25th. On Christmas Day, they said they pushed it back from the 1st to the 25th. I would, uh, I'm, they could have pushed I'm it gonna back. I'm going to just go January. I'm going to just say I've, just January. I, I think it is December, but... Just next season to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Did so, they make the playoffs. Uh, yes, I think I think we can be better. I think we were we were fighting for Orlando. We were fighting with Orlando, Orlando and Brooklyn for a very long period of time. Yeah, for our players went down with injuries. So I think we can fight for an A spot, realistically. And if 
the Pacers trade all the depot and they don't get a lot back. You know, you you still got to look at that too. Look at that team in Orlando. They they have injury problems. Jonathan Isaac isn't going to play next year, so they have a, yeah, they I, also have a bunch of injuries. The Wizards too. are falling off. The Wizards I don't think they'll I don't, be there next yeah, year. Yeah, the Wizards. They're um, getting John Atlanta, Wall back, but you think Atlanta's gonna do, um, have a that's shot? A team that's the only team we have to look out for too. With yeah, I think we can fight for AFC because Cleveland and the Knicks are far off. So. so, do you think the Chicago Bulls make it? He picked mm-hmm. us to make it this year. Yeah, I did. I, I'm gonna. I, I think they are. I think that hiring of Billy Donovan is gonna change the schematics of the team, and I, I, I do think they have a shot. I mean, like Riv said, the only competitor that they have seems like is Atlanta. I think Orlando's on if the they downfall. make the right moves. The Wizards, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe John Wall and Bradley Beal is good enough to get you to the AC, but also another fun fact: Billy Donovan <laughs> recruited Wendell Carter Jr. out of high school heavily when Billy Donovan was in Florida. For real? Yeah. So he's probably familiar with what, his game what's style. What's Wendell's game? Like, what is he? Like when he comes in, is he like a, a high energy player, rebounder, sh- uh, block shots? Like, like what is he? Like, Yo, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to. Is he, does he have like a Jared he Allen can, game? He no. I barely watched Chicago, bro. So. He's he's. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've, I know, like I, I hear, trying, like he has stretches of really good games, but he doesn't I'm play enough. To give you like he's like a Derek Favors, not bad. in a sense. Like, Derek Favors, like, is he good. can shoot a little bit. You know, he can stretch out a little. But he's kind of like a Derek Favors, like he block, he's shots, block shots, rebound. defense. But he's more inside. For Laurie's outside, that's yeah. why kind of we drafted them inside mm-hmm. outside game. So. This yeah. game is weird, though. My, my final take on the Bulls is that if Billy Donovan rejected a two-year extension from the Thunder, it's because he feels like he can win with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. He, he in essence, left the Thunder for Chicago, which can either be one of the worst decisions he's ever made or one of the best, depending on how stuff goes. Yeah. So my final thoughts is that I think they will they will make the playoffs. We're we're a big market too. We're just we we're one of the big markets. Us the Knicks, uh, Warriors. The heat, so we're we're a big market. So I think Billy Donovan felt like this was the spot where he can really turn a weak team into a championship like team. So the free agency class next year is going to be stacked, right? Twenty twenty one, yeah. I think if you guys make the playoffs, you guys have a shot at getting a really good free agent or two. Given the cap, I think that this season is important. I think you guys should sure. go all out to try to make the playoffs. And we I think if you do, you have a shot at getting never, a real good free agent. Think about this. a lot of young pieces Since, in the team. I don't even and. Two, since 2000, I don't think we've had a big name free agent. I think the closest we were was LeBron. Yeah, he was going to play with D Rose. That was Carmelo too. Oh yeah, and Carmelo was Dwayne close. Wade. Those no, Remember we never Dwayne had. A, we never had. A, we was really close with Melo. Yeah, like we were in LeBron too. That we were yeah. like their second. I, Mello, picks. I remember Melo. So and that hurt because Melo would have changed everything. Yeah, LeBron. The Bulls too. are a young team in the East. Now we're going to talk about young teams in the West. Mm-hmm. And a specific question is going to be: Which young team in the West has the best shot of making the playoffs? The teams up there, the Pelicans. The, the Grizzlies, the Suns, the Timberwolves, the Kings. Got a lot of young suck. teams. Which team <laughs> is going to take that leap and make the playoffs this coming season? I'm going to go with the team that – wait, <laughs> who are you going to go with? I mean, I was first going to say, I mean, we had conversations like off the show about uh-huh. the Suns. You know how I feel oh, about it's okay. Yeah, okay, okay. I feel like I feel like the Suns have a shot. I mean – uh, based off who, how they finished, I know what you're gonna say. based off how they finished the bubble, I know it's a short sample size. A and O, they were playing really well. I think Monty Williams is one of the most underrated coaches in the entire like association. Um, a lot of people don't remember the fact that DeAndre Ayton was suspended the first 25 games of the season for the um, I forgot what it, I think it was like he was using drugs or whatever. The case may be. I think that was big. I think 25 games. Yeah, John I Collins think, too, right? Same thing. I think the step forward that Kelly Oubre took this year. 
was really good. He averaged 19 points, seven rebounds. You got Devin Booker. You got Ricky Rubio, who's good. Um, they have the 10th pick. I think that their team, I don't. I think that they can go either way. I think they can draft somebody, or I think they can use that pick in a player like Kelly Oubre to lure in somebody else that's pretty good. Um, but honestly, just off the three stars that they have, Devin Booker, young stars that they have, Devin Booker, uh, Kelly Oubre, DeAndre Ayton, and the way they finished the bubble last year with their coaching, I think they have a legit shot at um, making the playoffs. They were actually pretty good opening the season, but you know, they didn't end up. Who are you gonna? It. I know who you're gonna pick. I feel like you're gonna say the Suns. You're gonna say what he said. I'm not. I wasn't gonna pick the Suns at all. You're gonna pick the. You're gonna pick the Suns. Well, the I team, know who you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick the Pelicans. I'm not picking the Pelicans. Who are you picking? I was close. I'm picking the Suns as well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, go ahead. Why? Because one, just the eight and no in the bubble. <laughs> I think yeah. that that means something going into oh. the other season with momentum. I think that's huge. Yeah, hell yeah. Monty Williams, Great culture coach. setter. He's, I don't yeah. know about great. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. For that, I think for that core, I think he's great for them. That's yeah. what they needed, a, yeah. a young guy. Okay. He's great for them. We're not going to get mixed up with words or whatever. Pardon me. Whatever. But I just, look, the same thing with Chicago Bulls. I, I, I really love teams that can shoot the ball, that can space the floor. Mm-hmm. Cameron Johnson, I think, is, he might like, take a he really. Was, he was getting laughed on, too. He might get. He I might take a really him. big leap next year. I, I'm not saying about becoming. I'm not saying yeah, that's like why I was becoming at an all star or nothing, but <laughs> mm-hmm. this guy is a 39 percent three point yeah, shooter. He can, shoot the rock. He can yeah, have definitely. he can have the same impact that Duncan Robinson has on the Heat on the Suns in terms of space and the floor. It's not a bad take. Like, he's that good, good of a shooter, and I mean, Aiden, and he can play defense. Aiden's good. Yeah, he's Aiden, you've got a lockdown defender in Mikael Bridges. Very good. You got a solid guys, so I just feel like the Suns have the best roster, and they don't have that lingering. Concern that the Pelicans have in terms of injuries, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the the reason why I'm not picking the Pelicans is because they don't have a coach right now. Yeah, they don't have Alvin Gentry there. Well, if you you we can say he's not that good of a coach, regardless. Mm-hmm. S- side question: Do you think Doc Rivers or Mike D'Antoni takes the Pelicans job? No, I don't think D'Antoni does. You don't think so? No. I don't even know. I think D'Antoni's going to Philly. Philly. I, I think know. that's his best shot. Okay. I'm just, as just, far as Doc Rivers goes, I mean. Just a side question. I don't. I don't know if Doc Rivers wants to. Yeah, I think Doc Rivers. I think, wants that's, to win. I think that's an intriguing job, though. It Pelicans. is definitely. You got Zion, Brandon Ingram, who's good. Lonzo. I mean, and but you see that. You see that with the Pelicans, they have injury concerns. The Kings are just too mismanaged. Luke Walton is a bad coach. He is. So you know, I don't trust them at all. And the Grizzlies have a have a shot, but uh, <coughs> John Morant, like He's Dylan nice. Brooks, they're good players, but. Forgetting about somebody Wait else. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, keep going. Brandon Jack- Clark. John Morant. Jackson. Jackson. Oh. John Morant is just a good player. He's not Devin Booker. Not yet. He's not. But, but it, yeah, it can, Booker, he can close the gap very fast. Devin Booker's better than him, though. Yeah. No. Okay. The book is He's nice. You picking the Suns. You picking the Suns. Yeah. I'm picking the Grizzlies. Easily. Yeah. I'm picking the Grizzlies for the simple fact that we've seen what they did like this year. They showed everybody pre-bubble. That they're not a team. They're not a team to joke around with. They mm-hmm. play ball, and when they're help before they Jer- were kind of bad in the bubble though. Before Jaron Jackson <laughs> went down yeah. with that injury pre bubble, they were winning. They were in the playoffs. It was like, yeah, the Grizzlies are going to get in. Jaron Jackson goes down. They lose a bit of that that guy, that second scorer. So they lose a couple games. The bubble, you know, they're a young team. They didn't understand how to get through. They don't have that veteran <laughs> leadership like Ricky Rubio on the team to get them through. So okay, I understand. But this year, and this is just me speculating. If John Morant and Jaron Jackson makes that jump, which Jaron Jackson made the jump last year, he became a pretty good shooter. He's a 
He's a good shooter. Good defender. Yeah, he's he's really not a good, good rebounder. He's but a good defender, though. A good defender. Really he's good a good shooter. If Jaron Jackson and John Morant make that leap, oh, the Phoenix Suns don't have a chance. John Morant is a tran- <laughs> he, John Morant is a transcendent star. He's a franchise player. Easily. Yeah, they have Devin Booker. They have ne- Devin Booker's never made the playoffs in his life. He's been surrounded by a lot of bad teams, though. I mean, the Grizzlies the Sun, aren't that good. The, the Suns aren't aren't anything. The Grizzlies like, aren't anything. About. They're not that good either. I mean, you, nah, they got jo- Jonas Valanciunas isn't bad. Jaron right. Jackson, John Morant, Dylan Brooks. You couldn't Name be more players. wrong. Yeah, you couldn't team. be more wrong about your assessment of the who you think the Suns are, and also who you think the Grizzlies are. The Suns are the team that's because never made the playoffs. You want to know? Been you want to know? It's been ten years, eleven. Now. You want to know what the Grizzlies showed me? They showed me that when the pressure is on them, when they got to get some wins. They can't win. They can't handle the pressure. The Suns, the Suns showed they can handle the pressure. Devin Booker showed he can handle the pressure. Yeah, Hitting nice. the game went over Kawhi and Paul George. That's something that John Morant would never do in his life. Wait, so in the regular season, wait, 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 in the regular season, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, stop. Because John Morant, John Morant laid the Nets and then Did blocked game Kyrie's winner? game time shot. So let's stop. Did he hit like a he... game went over the team that you thought was going to make the championship. No, but no, he wait, wait, pre bubble. What were the Suns? Wait, 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 pre bubble. What was the Suns doing? They were winning some games. It's like you. It's like you. Well, they definitely improved. Now, yeah, but it's like you just use your little eight game bubble and you forget that we had a whole like Those we had sixty games. games. We had sixty games before the bubble. They, weren't that, they the only undefeated team in the bubble too? At that? Yeah, they were. They played really we had, well. We had we have eight games in the bubble yeah. and we have pre bubble and pre bubble showed us the Grizzlies were better than Phoenix all year. They were all, all they year. Were. They were they were better than Phoenix. Phoenix they were better closed than the, the gap in the bubble though. Yeah, they, they were literally the they right closed, there. They closed the gap in and the bubble. Phoenix had a tough schedule. Too. So uh, did the Grizzlies. Now the Phoenix. Had I one think of the Phoenix had a tougher schedule. No, the Grizzlies. But the, had, the only we even talked about it on the show. The Grizzlies the had a tougher schedule, so the Pelicans could get in. The yeah, difference the between the difference between the Grizzlies and the Suns is that they the Suns face hard teams just like the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies didn't even come close they to beating the them. The Suns showed we could we could hang with these top dogs. The Grizzlies showed. We're too scared to hang with these top dogs. <laughs> we're too young. We're too scared. We can't handle them at all. We can't handle them. They can't handle those top dogs. I mean, look, when you're a team who's coming into the bubble as an eight seed, right, and you let Portland catch up, Phoenix, you let Phoenix catch up, honestly, even the Spurs, everybody, I think every single fan in the NBA was hoping the Grizzlies weren't even in a playing game because we knew, oh, if Portland faces them, it's over. It was a great John game. John Moran can't handle that. It was a good game. It's over. John Moran was killing it's that over. game. It's over. He was getting killed too, though. But I know. I know. Everybody wanted to see. He took the challenge, though. Everybody wanted killed. to see <laughs> Devin Booker and Dane. They wanted to see Showtime. I definitely. The Phoenix Suns fan, are Showtime. I, I, they're going to be Showtime as, next year. As a How fan, you Showtime in a bubble with no fans? They're going to be Showtime. Yeah, I, I, there was a lot of fans. Virtual I, fans. They were cheering. Talk about some virtual fans. What about when it was fans in the stadium? Where was the Suns? You know they had the, low, wait, they had the lowest attendance it, in the. Answer the question. The where NBA. was the? Wait, 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 wait. Before you continue, I want you to just to answer my question. They Don't say that the lowest question. attendance. Where was the Suns pre-bubble when there were fans in the stadium? Answer that question. Where were what, they? Like what? They were winning some yeah. games. Yeah. They were winning. They, they, they were close enough to close a gap on Grizzlies when they got to the bubble. That's for sure. If we, if they won eight honest, games and still they still didn't get in the play. They won eight straight and still didn't get in the play. Half a game out is super close. So they they closed the gap. Grizzlies had a big gap on them in the bubble. That's what I'm saying, bro. Bro. And you have to remember, Jaron Jackson went down. They walked into the bubble, yeah. losing that chemistry. Yo, I, if I clearly remember, I think Milwaukee sat out a lot of their players that game too. And, uh, Devin, and the, yeah, and the Grizzlies got a, a win against a, a couple. Yeah, absolutely. So they, I, I think that helped too. The only way they can win is that when there's no pressure. When the pressure's on, 
They, they were winning all year. They needed that's that game that's against. How they're gonna they be. were winning all year. That's how they're going to be. How you going to use eight games and just discredit? Did they finish five hundred? Who? The Grizzlies. Grizzlies. I don't know. They didn't. Neither of them did. Then, if that's they the case, they didn't. Well, Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton was out for twenty five games. John, John Jaron Jackson was out about 15, 20 games too. I guarantee you, DeAndre Ayton was out more. Now he five, was probably five 25, more. Twenty five games. That's a lot of five games could have closed the gap and gotten them to the playing game. Let's be honest. I mean, that's their no, second wait, best player, on, though. Let's be you honest. How it, hold on, hold on, because this is getting me mad. Wait, because no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Because you act like they were gonna play that way without the bubble. Let's like let's really tone, let's really tone Why it down. Not? Why not, bro? You're playing in front of nobody. Oh, really? So why couldn't the Grizzlies win games? They struggled. I'm not gonna say they so, didn't so, struggle. So but let's not act. You're wait, blaming. Wait, you're not, you're wait, saying no. you're saying the reason the Suns performed so good. Is because of no the bubble. There was no so why did the them. Grizzlies perform so there bad? Was, there, they, the, the Suns walked they in with be performing no. No, 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 wait, listen. The Suns isn't wa- that true? The Suns walked in with it's no the bubble. Can I talk? <laughs> the Suns walked in with no pressure in the bubble. There was no pressure on them at all. Nobody was worried about the Suns. But don't discredit. Don't credit eight games and discredit sixty. That's my argument. Don't say, oh, they played this in the bubble. Yeah, eight zero is great. Okay, talk about the other sixty though. What were they doing pre bubble? Talk about they were it. Booker was averaging twenty seven a game. Good. What else were they doing? They, 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 they. What were they doing? They as a team. Obrey averaged 19. What was their record? What was their record? Well, I can't speak to that pre-bubble, but they were close enough to close the gap. What was their record? They should have never closed the gap to begin with. You try to say. Because you're not talking about pre-bubble when they were like 27 They came into the bubble with no pressure, right? They didn't. But after they were 3-0 and and people were like, wow, they're going undefeated, the pressure was mounting. And they said. They we'll handle, we'll handle, still didn't we'll handle anything you throw at us. We'll they beat the Clippers. They finished we'll with the same them. record at the end of it all, though. Yeah, they, 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 they games helped them. The Grizzlies lost a couple games. They lost some good. They lost some tough. And if the season went on longer, you don't. You don't. Grizzlies would have gotten. That's smoked. not true. That's not true. They got smoked out. That's the not water, true. Man. That's not <laughs> true. How about let's let's see. I want to see something. Suns versus Grizzlies in regular season, right? Let's see. Let's 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 see what let's see what happened. Let's see. The Suns beat them. I'm playing. I know. Uh, the Grizzlies beat them. I know. Three, three, three out of uh, yeah. I know. Three times. I know. But they were close games, man. They, they lost. Really oh, but when the pressure, nah, they weren't really close. But games, wait, wait, wait. Though. But what happened to the pressure when it's pressure in the fall? But there was there's what no happened? there's no pressure in December. These games were like December and in January. There's no pressure there. Huh? There's no pressure in December and January, bro. For teams like that, but there's pressure in the bubble. But you said there was no pressure for the Suns to begin. How with. is there not pressure in the bubble when you're fighting for a playoff spot? Because if look, you were good enough my, to make, you were good only, enough to make the bubble. The only, Wizards made the bubble. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. Like, come on, the West is different. But if they had Bradley Beal, they would have been more competitive. They didn't have Bradley Beal. The only, the only flaw in what you're saying is that well, there's multiple flaws, but the flaw that's most evident is that you want to discredit every team, including the Suns. Last episode, you did no. this too. You want to discredit them for their performance in the bubble. No, yet. You want to give teams that struggle a pass. No, I'm saying. You know, the teams that no. perform, oh, because it's the bubble. What, what no, are the teams that don't perform? I'm saying you love to talk about how they played in the bubble, but you never speak on what they did pre-bubble. It's like you forgot that it was a whole season that got us to the bubble. You forget that part. My they opinion were, look is what as you just recent said. as what look I what saw. You just said. What I saw the was Grizzlies great. were 3-0 and against the Suns. And not to mention, when we left for the bubble, they were up on them in the regular season. They had a better record. than They were better than them in every aspect. What are you talking about? We got now, now, now coming into next season, the Suns are hot. Yeah, they got the little eight games in the bubble. That's cool. That's, that's eight great. meaningful games. How, I more don't, I meaningful, say more meaningful, meaningful than those 60. This is the shot to go to the playoffs. 
Are this you, this is a shot to go to the playoffs. What, did you just hear what he just what's said? What's more meaningful, the game in the playoffs right now? What's more meaningful, the Western Conference Finals or the regular season games? Western Conference Finals, right? What's more serious, the playoff games Please listen. or the regular season? Please listen. What <laughs> is he talking about? No, games. you tell me what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what what's, he's talking about. What's more, what's more serious, fighting to get to the playoffs, a playing tournament, or a measly regular season? How was it a playing tournament if the Suns didn't get to play tournament. in the tournament? The playing tournament was the, the Grizzlies of Portland. It no, was the, play, the playing tournament was basically who can catch up. The to eight, the AC. No, the that eight like games were the re- the rest of the regular season. The play in was Portland versus the, the Grizzlies. The rest of the regular season of teams that can make it to the playoffs. Okay, so but was that wasn't the play. The play in was the Grizzlies. Do you think? Portland. Do you think had Phoenix got in? Do you think they would have gave gave Portland a better game than Memphis? Way better because they were no they were on fire and they were beating a lot. of games nonetheless, though. They were beating a lot of good teams. Do you think Phoenix had a shot at getting in the playoffs? They, they wasn't beating Dame. I don't think neither team was beating Dame that night. But they were the hottest team in the bubble. They were on fire. How, they were taking down the how Clippers much and better could they have played against the Grizzlies? Played them great. That Portland and Grizzlies game well, was great. I, for and one, it went down the line. I, for one, I think Phoenix takes a game. I still. I'm. It was only one game. No, Grizzlies had to win two. Phoenix had uh, Portland had to win one. I think Phoenix wins a game. And no, but they, they played. But wait, the Grizzlies and the Portland played. The yeah, league. I'm telling you, I think Phoenix would have won. You think a Phoenix would have beat the Portland Trailblazers? That one game, yeah, and then game, and then the last game to get in, anything. The happened. last game to get in was the Grizzlies and Portland. And Portland, no, bro. You, I know, but you're not hearing what I'm saying. Port, for the Grizzlies to have another game with Portland, they had to win that one game. They didn't do that. I'm okay, saying, had okay. Phoenix got they in, folded. <laughs> That's as simple as I would like to say. Is it, is, it, is it? I mean, I, at Phoenix the end of the day, it's an assumption, but Phoenix was the hottest team in the bubble. Is it unfair or unrealistic to say that they could have got a win against Portland? Now, you can think Portland wins the next game and wins the entire thing. I don't think nobody was beating Dame on that night. Regardless, I don't think any I don't bubble. Know, I, I think, think Phoenix had. I think Phoenix had, Phoenix had a shot. He's a star. Just because of how good they were playing, they were on fire. They were hot. They were really hot. And, and hot, honestly, that's what matters in, in, in the most in sport. When you get hot, that's what matters. So at the end of the day, I always has a shot. Best player. On the team, and Devin Booker's here. John Morant, probably here. Where the screw is, probably here. Devin Booker, John Morant. It's not that that. One's an All Star, one's not. Wait, Devin Booker made the All Star too? Yeah. When? This year. Oh, he did? Yeah. Once? Yeah. How old is he? He is, I want to say, 24. How long he been here? Let me see. Four years. Probably longer. Now that he's coming to his fifth he's year. He's 23. How long he's been? Well, how many years? He's going fit, fit. He's been in five years. This will be his sixth? Uh, He's made one All Star game. Twenty fifth. Yep. Oh yeah, Jaw easily. Yeah, yeah, Jaw easily. That's come on. One All Star. Jaw can easily not make an All Star team for four years in the West. Jaw's gonna make All Star in the West, especially over with Dame the and Steph. Westbrook, Westbrook will be out. He'll be off that list very soon. I don't. I mean, and if they win and if he's putting up those numbers that he put in the regular season last year, not a chance. John Morant was winning as a rookie. Just watch next year. Winning, they make I, Dylan Brooks I is like, good. Jerry like Jackson is good. He was my favorite rookie. And they still have cap too. Like Jonas John. Valanciunas is good. Nobody's going to Memphis, man. Brandon they Clark, they is don't good. need. A, they don't need. They got a big, some play- they don't Wait, I thought you said they didn't have any players. They don't have this, like they have they like have six good, players, bro. That's good. That's, that's right. a good to build off. The of. Anthony Melton's right. a good defender too. He's all right. They got some good players. What's up, eight a game? This what I'm saying. Phoenix Suns. They have them and Phoenix have around the same team. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns. They're going to be the team. And pretty Memphis, much, yeah, they have this. Much. And Memphis wasn't projected to go anywhere, but then you see John Murray and Jerry Jackson. You Phoenix see Dylan Brooks. Projected, so I think Taylor Fre- Jenkins Fe- has a lot to Yo, do with Phoenix. That, Who the coach? Taylor Jenkins has a lot to do with John Morant. Has a lot to do with them winning. I know, but you're gonna have you have to give. Do you so see you John Morant play you said basketball? That, you said that uh, that uh, I see in the start play. of the season, nobody had the Grizzlies. Nobody had the Grizzlies. Jaron Jaron took a leap too. Can I ask you? Jonas was. I said all. No, he did. No, he did. I said all. Not about his act like it was a one man show. Did I not just say all? No, no, he did. He said that. They had a good team. 
They have so the I ask you something though. Nobody expected the Suns to go in on the bubble and even be in contention. Or even You're talking it. about the bubble, though. Yeah, but I know, but nobody, nobody expected, expected that the Grizzlies either. to be eighth seed at all. They still like, didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> Portland ended up getting it, but Phoenix didn't get it either. Phoenix was close, man. So was Portland. Phoenix, so was Grizzlies. Yeah, but Phoenix had a lot of ground to make up, and I think what they did is more impressive than what the Grizzlies did in the bubble. Now we're going to finish the talking. Team, Their eight games would never be more impressive than a 60-game sample size. I mean, that 60-game sample size got them nothing. They were on time to play. I was looking in. <laughs> the eight-game streak got them nothing. No, it's true. <laughs> no, I'm got them respect. Nah, it's not, it's not even that. It's just so they both I bet got you teams, the teams respect the Suns more than they respect the Grizzlies. I mean, I'm who not going to go into that. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that, who cares? <laughs> no, like, legit, who cares? We'll see. John Morant. I'm not going to. John Morant. We'll see. All right. Bet you he won't outshine Devin Booker, that's for sure. Devin Booker, he's a good He's a good player. He's a great player. Right, yeah, you was about to say he's not all that. <laughs> no, but, like, he's about to gas up. He's a good player. Oh, he's but, dumb, like, nice. He's nice. But he's mad nice. Just remember, he still has yet to make the playoffs. He's going to make it next he's year. He's young, though. Trust me. He's young. What? They're going to make it next year. I think they're going to make it, too. I mean, okay. that was our prediction. We'll see. So you you guys think Phoenix is going to make it next year? I thought Phoenix was going to make it this year, but, you know. Eh. L. Close. I mean, close. Look, now we're going to talk We're going to talk about two established teams, the teams that just made the finals, the Lakers and the Miami Heat. And before we start uh, this topic, I mean, Rev, what do you have to say? I mean, the, a couple episodes ago, you were laughing at the fact that the Heat could even beat the Boston Celtics, and they beat them. Yeah, they they, they came out short, man. My final team, they're done. They're done. So all of your final teams, right? Pretty yeah, much. I was the last one with the team. So are oh, you well, still? You got the Lakers. I'm talking about in the East. I was the last. Are one. Are you still picking, down? I picked the Bucks. It was Toronto <laughs> Bucks, and then I picked Boston. Are you shit. still down on the Miami Heat, or do you think they can beat the Lakers in the finals? Do I think they can beat the Lakers? I think. Damn. You know it's crazy. We was just talking about this the other day too. I think they have they probably have the best matchup defensively to stop the Lakers. I think they can make it a series. You got Jimmy yeah. Butler. He can he's one of the best LeBron stoppers, not like stopping LeBron, but he's one of the best at defending LeBron in he the is. league. You got Bam Bam can go one on one with A D defensively. Then you got shooters everywhere, Duncan, Tyler Harrow, Jay Crowder, even though he cooled off a little bit in the ECI. Mm-hmm. He can still I he's still Crowder dangerous. Broke. He's still <laughs> dangerous on the three point line. You got Iggy, that veteran leadership. You see what he just did last game. So you got Iggy who also could play defense. You got, got bodies. Coach. You got bodies to throw at LeBron. You got Spolstra who knows how LeBron plays. He knows the best LeBron that we've ever seen. So you got that guy. And with all those pieces, I think it's going to be tough because Rondo, they got Rondo, they got Dwight, they got LeBron. But I think Miami would have posed up a better matchup just off the simple fact that the leadership. Boston doesn't – they have a lot of young guys, but they don't have that that coach that like – like Brad Stevens is a great coach, but he's not a championship coach. And championship coach just always got that that thing about them. They know – they just know adjustments. And Eric Spolster is going to – he knows how LeBron is. He knows how he's going to play. So I, I think Miami's going to win. The finals. I think they could win. You asked me if they. I think they could win. I think oh, no, they can said, win. I, said, I think Miami's gonna win. Will they win? Will they win? Sheesh. You know what? I'm gonna take Lakers in seven. I got Lakers in seven All just because right. of LeBron and AD. Don't forget uh, that, man. Yeah, but it's LeBron. Yeah, so, not like Jason, you picked the Lakers to, to make the championship. Maintain it all year. I'm not I, gonna switch. I my guess pick you picked them to win it as well. Okay. So I, yeah, they got them winning it all. I mean. First things first, I, I think everything that you said was correct, spot on. I think that they do have multiple defenders to throw at LeBron. I think they have they do have a great three point shooting team. Bam is no scrub. He's really good. He had a good game 
last game against Boston. So um, I do think the Lakers are going to win in six games just solely off the fact that I think LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the best two players, obviously, stepping into this series. I don't think Miami has matched up with a team that's this good in the East. Milwaukee was, I mean, we all, I mean, I've had Milwaukee going all the way, but you two had, had Milwaukee not winning. Um, Boston. How Bo- can you say that, but you think, you thought the Bucks were the best team in the league? I didn't say they were the best team in the league. Yes, you did. I've been saying all years the Lakers are the best team in the league. Okay. Right? Just, just, I really I'm have. Just, just making sure. I don't know. They're, I mean, we'll, we'll go back. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, just giving out the fact that LeBron AD, um, the Lakers role players are playing really well. Dwight Howard is playing really well. He had a good series. Contavious uh, Caldwell-Pope has actually been playing pretty well, <laughs> 43% from the three in the playoffs. Rondo, I mean, we've seen playoff Rondo in full effect. The only player on the roster that, like, has been just honestly terrible is Danny Green. If he can just hit some three-pointers and space the floor and defend uh, defend the guards that the Heat have, I think the Lakers win this in six games. Um, but, yeah, just given out the fact that I don't think Miami has played a team – to the caliber of the Lakers that are that good with two superstars surrounded by role players that are coming into their own right now, and including uh, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee's pretty good. Get them in the game, two centers that do the same thing. So, I mean, I got Miami in six. Um, not Miami. I got L.A. in six. I think everything you said is spot on, but I just think having the two best players in the series surrounded by role players that are coming into their own is just going to be too much for Miami to overcome in the series. So I got Lakers in six. You ha- You guys both have the Lakers. This is going to sound crazy because they're underdogs. I'm going to make it even crazier. Hurry up. The Miami Heat are going to beat the Lakers in four games. He's trolling. Now I'm playing. (laughs) Yo, he scared me. But listen, (laughs) I have two takes on this series. So I either think the Lakers win in six or Miami wins in seven. Um, you think LeBron's going to lose the game, game seven? seven? The yeah, best game seven player of yeah, all time. I, I think the Lakers can't take it to can't have it go to seven. They have to know. finish the Heat off in six. And I say it because when you you talked about Jimmy Butler, but I think the real LeBron stopper is Andre Iguodala, the 2015 Finals MVP. That was five years ago. Who won ago. it over a two time MVP in Stephen Curry because he was he so great defensively. Well, I think he should have used think a LeBron stopper. Iguodala as a player in in the, in five years from now, he's lost a step. He's not like what he once was. I still think <laughs> you know what I, I mean? still think he has a it's bunch of years. steps. He lost I still a step think, two years ago. I still I know, think he has a, a bunch of steps in him. The way he's guarded James Harden in past series last year, two years ago, is just amazing. Iguodala's have been Iguodala has been great. And I know Great. that I know that River has a sour taste in his mouth because whenever he hears the word Andre Iguodala, whenever he hears his name, he thinks about how he robbed Steph Curry from the Finals MVP. But I'm here to tell you, he deserved that way more than that guy. I think I'm more excited that Steph robbed the rings of James Harden than anything else. <laughs> and look, Andre Iguodala is not the only player. You have somebody who has as gritty and tough as nails as Jay Crowder. You got Jimmy Butler. And let's not forget about a great defender that the Heat have that people don't talk about enough. Derrick Jones Jr. He's not great, just a great he's not, defender. He is, he is. He's not just great, a he's he not just a defender. He's he's a great defender. He doesn't he's play not a just lot, a but great, he's a great so he's not just a dunker. He can't score. He can't he can't shoot. <laughs> he's literally just there for lobs. He's not just a dunker. He's a great defender though. and he, he could come in the game and he could do do a great job. And you talked about Bam on AD. 
Look, both teams shoot 35% from the three, even though the Heat take about like six to seven more. But there's one stat that the Heat do way better than the Lakers, and that's free throw shooting. The Heat are at 82%. The Lakers are at 75%. So, And I think that's a huge difference. If the game is down to the wire, teams that, hit their that free is going to the hurt the Lakers down the stretch, not being able to hit your free throws. And the biggest knock on LeBron in his free career throws. is his free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, I, I I think that the Heat beat them in seven wow. unless the Lakers beat them in six. That's my take on it. You think they're beating a game seven LeBron? No. Me neither. I don't know what he's talking about. Game They'll beat a game seven LeBron. I think he's just... Game seven LeBron is different, bro. It's the best player, game seven player ever. Not against Iguodala, man. Look at his stats in, in, in the game seven. It's just you said Iguodala is a... <laughs> you talked about him stopping James Harden. I never said he stopped him. You nobody can he, stop James Harden. Um, nobody. Anyways, nobody's um, ever s- done it. You said he can guard James Dork. Harden. <laughs> stop him. You said he can guard James Harden, right? You know that was like two years ago, right? And did, have they you watched him last year? In the playoffs, semifinals. Oh yeah, pardon me. Last year, you know, like, um, have you seen Iggy play this any time? I've this? seen him play. He's a shell of himself. On no, not it's not even close. Bad. He's not the same guy. Defensively, he's still bring, solid, I but think he, I don't think he's, as, he's not as elite finals. as he once was defensively yeah, anymore. He's definitely lost his stuff. Yeah, it's five years ago he's talking about. But the Lakers get a lot of slack uh, with their role players because I think the role players are actually great. I, I like Danny Green. Alex Caruso. I like Caldwell Pope. Caruso is a really good player. Mm-hmm. And you, think, you guys think they'll use, utilize the zone, Miami? Yeah. I don't think they will because LeBron is too good at picking apart defenses. What I do yeah. think is that the Lakers are going to go small this series. You're not going to see a lot of Dwight Howard or Javale McGee. Bam is going to outwork them. You're not, not even that. It's just if you play if you play big, then Anthony Davis has to guard the perimeter more, and he has to switch off on a lot of the actions that Miami does. So that's why I think they're going small. But look, I think somebody who who doesn't get enough credit on the Lakers is Kyle Kuzma. He plays good. He plays good defense. He gives great energy, great effort. People like to make fun of him a lot, but he's, he's actually the most inconsistent player. But on the he's team. he's a really good player, and he's been huge for the Lakers. I he's will been say, playing really well. I will say he's improved defensively. That's true. He has. It's not as bad as it once was for him. And playing in a market like L.A. next to LeBron, there's a lot of expectations on Kuzma being a third guy. And in my opinion, he's handled all of that well. I don't think any player could have probably handled that better. He's taken a challenge. He's been great. He's listened. He's gotten great. better. And Frank Vogel is one of the best coaches in the NBA. I'm not listening. He's underrated. He's great. Kyle Kuzma's great. He's not great. He's great for that team. He's been inconsistent. He's been inconsistent. I'll tell you this. I don't think that Brandon Ingram would have been better for them. I think I never said better. he would be. I think Brandon yeah, Ingram has an ego problem. I think you would have crippled them. I think he needed to go out there and experience on his own. But I do think that you're hyping Kuzma. And he's been inconsistent so. all year. Yeah. Last two years. How about in the playoffs? How has he been? He's been inconsistent right. too. Some games he's good, some games he's not. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't he's been all right though. But he's very consistent. So that whole he's been great thing. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Stressing. Please look up his numbers. I would love to know. Wow, let me see this, man. Kuzma. It's awesome. <laughs> this guy got a new favorite player every week. He's scoring eleven points. Forty six percent from the field. It's pretty good. 32% oh. from three. It's not good. <laughs> it's Man, not he's good. getting three what's rebounds. The, what's the free throws? The <laughs> stats don't just don't look, show look, 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 78% from the free throw line. 
Could be better. The stats right. just don't show his effort on defense. I think where he's really been underrated is on defense. He wasn't great. He puts uh, up he's great for that team. Eleven. That's a third star. He's great for eleven. I'm no. That's he, ridiculous. He was supposed to be the third, he's not third, the third star. Star is Rondo. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. Rondo's proved he's the third. But star. Kuzma is a great complimentary player. That's what he is. A role player. He's a yeah. That's what complimentary yeah. is. I mean, you, no, you're trying to, now you're trying to flip it because that's not what you said. Yeah, you said he was great. Yeah, that's not what you said. <laughs> that was like, bad now I said to, he was a great player for them. He now, you say he's a great. He, was, he said you said he was a great player. He's putting up great. You say he's putting up numbers. That's what you said. I never said he was putting up numbers. You I said, said you his, said that he was that third star. That's what you really said. No, I said yes, he you came did, into bro. L.A. and had expectations of being that third. star. And he star. handled it well. He did handle it well. What's a, how was eleven points handling that well? Well, you just look at the stats, man. I watched the games, yo. That that's the difference between you and I, you know. You know, I think you're sure. You watch the games I, I and you shirt. really sit there and say he's the third I think, star. Nah, no, I never star. said I never said it was the third star one. I said he handled the expectations of it well. In the beginning of, beginning of the year, he had the expectations of being that third guy. Yeah. And not? he showed you he's been great? That's what you no, said. He's he's handled it well. A no, lot of you people said, crumble did playing he not next to say LeBron. he's been great? No, nah, he said he's been no, but he said he's been great. Then we called him out and then yeah, he like, said no, but then he said look, he's your great hoodie, for this your team. hoodie says don't talk to me. I think people should talk to you more so they can educate you on subjects like this. <laughs> I promise you that wasn't funny. I think <laughs> <it's> <laughs> I promise you that wasn't, that wasn't funny. funny. But this is what I'm saying. He's been great for that team. He's been great for that team. He's a complimentary player. And Kuzma gets a lot of unheralded hate, but he should get some praise, man. Because he should get, solid. He should get some solid. praise. I love Kuzma. No, you don't. <laughs> and this, this finals, I guarantee you, mm-hmm. he scores 15 points a game. He probably will. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, he literally needs to do that. But he's let's not. He's been inconsistent all year. Even last year, he's inconsistent. Young player, first time in the playoffs. He's like twenty five, bro. Still a young player, first time in the playoffs. Still first time in the playoffs. That's true. Tyler yeah. Harrow's first time in the playoffs too. He's not been too consistent either. He, he was better than Kuzma. Way better. Not yeah, he he was he's twenty. He is. So all that still. Way young players are going to be inconsistent in the playoffs, man. That just is what it is. One there are some 25. outliers. Both guys first time in the playoffs still. One guy's Kuzma twenty. Kuzma plays guy's next 25. to LeBron. Another guy plays in a system that moves the ball extremely well, and everybody. You think Kuzma gets will last in that system? He can't shoot. He could probably last in that system. He'd be like Derek Jones Jr. He'd be on the bench. <laughs> no, not at wow. That's crazy. Not at all. They no, would love to have nobody Kuzma wants. There. To, he's like a. Kuz, we'll see, man. You, you got my. You got Miami in. I seven, have Miami in seven. Lakers, Lakers in six. six. I see, see what you're doing. Kuzma is You're trying to not be wrong. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're ridiculous. No, I'm just saying. I, that's pick, what no, I have. you have to pick a team. Why well, he said I Lakers and six. I said Lakers and so six. No, but if then not, if they don't. No, no, because you're trying not to be wrong. Pick one no, team. I'm Who, just saying. So I, got, got the Lakers. I have the Lakers and so six, six. Okay. But if it goes no, 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 to seven, I have Miami. That's what I said. That's what I said. So we all picked. We all agree on Lakers. Yeah. I mean, I think Miami if it goes seven. Oh, my goodness. You could have two opinions like that. Because I think in game so seven, Miami beats them. No, I'm not contradicting myself. Because if it's six games and Miami wins, then I was wrong because I picked the Lakers in six. So you really you were going to pick Miami? I would rather pick Miami in six than Lakers in, than Miami in seven. No, I think the Lakers close it. I think they beat every single team in the Western Conference in five games. I think the finals only takes them six games. You know, the teams are trash. What teams? The teams Lakers face. No, now they were trash. No, that's just a shot at James Harden. They suck. I was about to say, man. This is trash. We're about to talk about James Harden, and we're Soften. more specifically, we're going to talk he's about nice. the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Nice, there are yeah, reports nice. never win a ring. There are reports that Mike D'Antoni <laughs> is looking at the no Philadelphia Seventy Sixers job, and Mike D'Antoni 
wants to go there, and they're saying that the Sixers, they want D'Antoni there because he can lure James Harden to come to Philly. James Harden's contract is up in two years, but they can trade for him. I think we all we all would agree that they have the pieces to trade for him. Yeah, easily. So yeah. who should the Sixers trade for James Harden? Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons? And this is with the assumption that Mike D'Antoni is going to be the coach. Yep. Who do you have them trading for? I would have them trade Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons? Yeah. Just you Ben Simmons too? Nope. I was going to say Embiid. I'd have him say Ben Simmons. Small ball in a small ball. If Mike D'Antoni is going in a small ball system, and B wouldn't work, and he's clogging the paint. You want that? You want that that versatile guy than Ben Simmons? I mean, but Ben Simmons and James Harden both need the ball. Ben Simmons doesn't need the ball. He wants to run point. I mean, what else could he do? Harden was one of the most efficient off the ball scores in his time in OKC. That was years ago. What the? And when asked, that was years ago though. And when asked after the finals, if he could do it, he could do it. Yeah. And when asked after they lost to the Lakers in the semifinals, could he play off ball? Kevin O'Connor asked a great question to James Harden: Would you be willing to play off the ball? And he said, "I'll do whatever it takes to win." Man, that was 2012. No, this past year. They asked him that question. It's the playoffs. He's chatting, bro. He I, has a- I know. I know that you don't look up that stuff. Don't talk to me. Talk to you now. No, so you know. I am saying. I, I, why would I look up something about something he's not going to do? James Harden. This is why he's going to win a ring. This is why he's going to win a championship. He's going to adapt his game, and Joel Embiid will be the guy to get traded if they do, in fact, try to trade for James Harden, and it's going to be the best decision that the Sixers have ever made. Because Philadelphia 76ers right now have a dilemma. Their dilemma is that the two stars cannot coexist with one another. And Joel Embiid is the odd man out because he has injury problems, he has motor problems, and he's constantly complaining. He's even been firing shots on Twitter wanting to get out of Philly, talking about the playoffs and how nice it was there. But look, they go to Philly, James Harden, Ben Simmons, that might be the most unstoppable duo in basketball in 2020-2021 season. And the reason is because Harden is so great offensively and Ben Simmons is so great defensively. He Ben Simmons finished top four in DPOY voting. You'll have the best defender, probably top five best defender in the NBA in Simmons, versatile, can guard one through five, and James Harden, the best offensive player in the league. So, yeah, they will work, and I think... Harden has been dying to play off the ball. Now he has a guy like Simmons. Simmons, yeah, he can't shoot, but he's not like Westbrook. He has IQ. He's a smart player, and he has an advantage. He's 6'10 and can post up anytime he wants. Man, if you switch guards onto him, it's it's easy chicken. It's barbecue chicken like Shaq says. You know guards guard him, right? And listen, Ben Simmons, Mike D'Antoni's system, in his system, Ben Simmons is going to take a leap like Steve Nash took when he won MVPs, like Russell Westbrook having his best year, like even James Harden took. Ben Simmons is going to take his game to another level. We're going to see a new and improved Ben Simmons, something we've never seen before from him. He's going to be amazing with James Harden next to him. You want to comment on that? I mean, (laughs) I forgot about the reports of uh, Joel Embiid actually throwing shots on, on Twitter. I have seen it. So, I mean, he might be the odd man out, but... From a GM perspective, I would trade away Ben Simmons just because he can't really play off the ball. He's not a good shooter um, and beats an inside-out center who can somewhat, somewhat he shoots shoot. better than Ben Simmons. Somewhat shoot. And but I just, you leave him open. 
you want him shooting, but like you said, you know how you said Ben Simmons can post anybody up? Jo- Joel Embiid can post anybody up and score on him as well. And he's really elite defensively, and I just think a James Harden and Embiid duo is just, I think I think that's personally better than a Ben Simmons and James Harden duo. The reason I don't like that is because I feel like an Embiid and Harden duo is going to force Harden to have the ball and have a high usage throughout the game. And I feel like it's not going to be much better than when Harden had Dwight. It's a bunch of pick and rolls, post-ups and something. But I, I don't see Embiid being a good fit, especially in the D'Antoni Bro, what's system. What's wrong with you? Especially that in this system. Out, no, stop. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Dwight in Houston? Joel Embiid was a better post player than Dwight has ever been in his life. Ever. You know, ever. You know the problem, the problem with you, playing. You, you, Harden, Rockets picked up a big man who had no post game. All you did was throw lobs because that's all he really did. He you do. You have a guy. You have a guy Embiid. You can throw it to, and he can actually go get a bucket. In yeah, the James Harden doesn't need to force up that many shots. They could give it to Joel Embiid. Like what? I don't know if you twenty seven points. I don't, per I don't game think. To disrespect I don't think with great defense. What too. you mean? Dwight Howard is a better player than him all time. Disrespecting yeah, Embiid. No. It's compared, about all time, yeah. yeah compared to Dwight, it's, it's about offensive. No, but you're talking about the Houston. Oh, but what I'm saying, what I'm his first year, he was great there. But you don't think this ben is what I'm saying. Great? I mean, did he say, other, did he great? say he wasn't that good in Houston? Yeah, he said his he was first Clint Capella. Year, yeah. he was Clint Capella. His first year, he wasn't though. And you his last two, he you, was. You don't you think Joel Embiid can have on, a bro. great first year with with James Harden? This is the thing. He great. <laughs> I don't know if you guys followed that Houston dilemma with Dwight and James Harden, but yeah, no post game. But the reason why they didn't coexist is because Harden wanted to run pick and roll all the time, and Dwight Howard wanted to post up. And why did he want I to mean, run pick and roll? Posting up is not an efficient thing in this modern NBA. But the they played years ago. Analytics show that that posting up is not going. It's not that. It's, it's just not good analytically. There's better plays in that. Post post analytics tell us that the mid range shot is one of the worst shots. And all and the best players in the league, all the best players it. in the clutch time use it. Bro, screw analytics, bro. Screw it. Like, forget analytics it, bro. Analytics mean a lot. Anthony analytics Davis told us three-point shooting is too. the... Analytics told you guys to run that small ball, and you lost in five. Screw small analytics. Small ball works. Yeah, not for y'all, though. Ran, Mavericks ran small Sc- ball. Screw... Glenn. Small, you know that small ball is not necessarily. It's one having, big and four. Yeah, I know. I'm no, saying what, small, when did it work? Small ball is know. going. Small ball is going five out. Dallas had the best offensive rating of all time last year because they went five out, and they lost, they lost in, the in the first round, round six. Okay, could have went seven if they didn't lose Porzingis that one game. Yeah, though. Lost in the first round, though. Yeah, with a 20 year old guy in Luca, 21, 20 year old. Still lost. Yeah, but they're gonna be one of the greatest teams. We're gonna talk about the Mavericks in a little bit. But what they I'm saying, nice. what I'm, I'm saying is that. that and Bead and Harden, I don't think it's going to work. And defensively, it's definitely not going to work, especially in the modern NBA. And Bead can't switch onto guards. He can't switch onto perimeter players. It's not going to work. I'd rather have Ben Simmons guard one through five and be able to switch and switch everything. That's how it works. I mean, it does work. Is Al Horford still going to be on the roster? He has to be. Probably, they probably have to trade him too. But what I'm saying is that the best teams analytic, use analytics. Analytics have driven this three-point era. The two, the team that's in the in the finals right now, the Miami Heat, they are in the finals because they use a three point shot so much. But you said they haven't, they, been, have, you haven't, they haven't been shooting it uh, that good as of recently, right? I never said that. They're oh, shooting thirty five percent right now, and the Lakers are too, right? Yeah, they're like the same, but the Lakers aren't a bad three point shooting team. That was a narrative, but they're not a bad three point shooting team. So what I'm saying is that I'd rather have Pardon Simmons than Embiid. I mean, you guys want to talk? You guys want to talk all about that stuff about Dwight Howard and Embiid? But I think it's disrespectful to speak on Dwight Howard's name. Like, you guys were just speaking on his name right now. Like, Embiid and him aren't kind of on the same level. Offensively, when, when, Harden first, when Harden first got to Houston, 
They were. Offensively, it's not close. Dwight Joel Embiid is better. The post game. Joel Embiid is better than Dwight Joel Howard ever better, was yeah. offensively. Joel, Joel Embiid can space In the floor and shoot mid ranges too. Yeah, but I'm yeah. <laughs> but you're talking about spacing the floor, but we're talking about just no, 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 you, you just were talking said, about strictly just the post game. No, you just said. Oh, you know, it's not close. Nah. No. I think it's pretty close. Joel Embiid has like I'm not you saying said, he's as good, but he has like Hakeem Olajuwon level post point. Not as good, you but he said, can do it. You said you said you you don't like the Embiid and um Harden thing because you don't want you don't want to be running pick and rolls all the time. You don't have to do that with Embiid. You can throw the ball into him in the paint. He like hit you don't have range, to do that. Out, he, can, he can get his own. That's the thing. You can't run five throwing, out. Wait, wait. You can't run. Wait, wait. You game, can't run five win. out with Ben Simmons. Now you can't. And you can if Ben Simmons is handling the ball. And yes, then you, you want can. James Harden off ball? What are you gonna do? You Tell can. me. Just shoot me a play. Just shoot me a play real quick. Ben, ben Simmons is at hold the top. Up, hold and up. Just dude, run five out. Just run five can out. Can people quick. sag off of James Harden? No. But people can sag off Ben Simmons. Okay. Definitely. By and far. They, and if they sag off of Ben Simmons, what does that create? It creates a one on one matchup with Ben Simmons on that player, right? Yeah. He can't, averages 15 points. Can't so ben, it's not like a... Wait, hold up. Can't Ben Simmons just drive on him? Yeah, no? he can possibly miss or make. He can't. And what if happens if somebody helps? That That's a pass. You, you, you don't really, help. You don't help. So Ben Simmons is going to have his way all you game. You can do with two-pointers all game? Yeah, I we think, can. They, that's literally the game plan. They they literally... Yeah. Bro, people literally play Ben Simmons back and just say, let him beat us. And what, he, he averages that 15 he points a game, Yeah, bro. but they're, you know that the reason why they're able to defend him so well is because Philly doesn't have great shooters. You're gonna have the same shooter if you trade if you trade Embiid, Embiid and you keep Ben Simmons. Okay, if you trade Embiid and you keep Ben Simmons, you're gonna have the same shooters Embiid had, and you just said they're not that great. So what are you talking about? Well, having Embiid versus having Harden spaces out the floor that much. More. But you just said they're not great. So if we're running five out and you said the shooters are already not that great, nobody's gonna guard Ben. They're Simmons. not that great, but they can shoot. I mean, what Tobias is thirty six percent from three, thirty five percent from three. That's if you. That's if you Harden, keep them. I think they're they gonna try to trade him. Josh Richardson is the baddest shooter. Who are they gonna have to get rid of though for Harden? Realistically, that's probably that's right. another thing that has to go. They'll into probably all have of this. to get rid of Embiid, some picks, and maybe Josh Richardson combo. I mean, this this a thing. I mean, so you're already losing a, one of your best defenders and, and, shooters. Shooters. and shooters on the roster. But all I'm saying is that sign some players. All I'm saying is that five out would work with Ben Simmons. Hell. Five out would work because Ben Simmons would be handling the ball. Harden can play off the ball. If well, you, he gonna just stand if there? You watch. He can move off the ball too. The reason he doesn't move all the off the ball in Houston, if you know, is because Mike D'Antoni so, actually said in the post. So when has he done it? So when has he done it? In in OKC, he was amazing. At stop. It. One of the best stop, scorers stop, stop, in the stop, league. Stop, 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 stop. What he was one of the best off ball scorers in the league? He was in, in that OKC. That was twenty. I'm talking about recently. When has he done it recently? He's never he done it recently. So we he, don't have there is other than other than OKC when he was the sixth man and we knew the clear third option. Third option, he was the sixth man. Third option. We knew the best players were Kevin Durant and Westbrook. It was never like those are the two, yeah. and James Harden was number three. So other than that year, you don't have full concrete evidence of him doing it in Houston as the man. That's what you're telling me. When you look into things, you have to think about why. <laughs> he did not yeah, answer the like, question. He did when you not look answer things, the question. You have you to answer the question. Why? Can you answer because and then talk? what you're saying doesn't you make can't sense. And then talk. <laughs> I can't get it. An why Can you, you just answer? Why and you don't then make talk? sense right now? I'm asking a question. Yeah, and I'm answering it with no. This. You're not. I just want yes. you to say yes or no. It's <laughs> not a yes or no question. Some <laughs> yes answers aren't yes or no. Do you have concrete evidence? Is every test in school multiple choice? Is every test in school yes or no? It's not. JC, is this a yes or no question? Some. This is an essay question. Is I have to give my opinion on it? No, I'm asking. No, do you think? Do you think that one year? Is concrete evidence that he can play that's, off it's ball. It's a simple yes. That's a yes I or mean, no. His his I mean, all that, his that, years that, in OKC. 
AKC. But the reason why, because I know that you don't follow what these coaches say. That's why concrete answer. I know you didn't say you were right or wrong. I said in Houston. I'm saying my answer right now. So let me talk. Like he's not answering. He keeps talking about other stuff. As the man, yes or no? As the man in in Houston, it's not a yes or no question. It's not a yes or no question. Is there concrete evidence of him playing off ball? Yes or no? It's not a yes or no question. Because if you listen to what the coaches say, the reason why... I'm asking you. The reason why, yeah, but I have to get my information from the coaches. We get information from... So is there concrete evidence, yes or no? Let me answer. You keep asking questions, but let me answer. Mike D'Antoni answered this question in the post-game press conference because a reporter asked him, why doesn't Harden play off the ball? And Mike D'Antoni said this. He said, why would we do that? The reason we don't do that is because he's already playing on the ball so much. So if we play him off the ball and have him moving around screens, he's going to be mad tired playing on the so ball the, as much as he does. So the answer to the, my question is no. There is no concrete evidence in Houston. Pretty much. So it was you could have said no. No, but there's a reason right. for that. There's a reason for that. Okay, but, but you, you don't said understand no, that but reason. The reason means no. Yeah, all you had to do was say no. But the reason means it's no because of this and that. Okay, it's not, I, I, it's not because I never he said, cannot, but I never said you but, was wrong. I just wanted to hear a yes to or no. Because you're, you're trying to evidence that, say, that he cannot play off the ball. He can play no, off the ball. No, I didn't know. It's just the there's no evidence. You love evidence. You love facts. You the love evidence, talking about stats. The evidence, there is no evidence. The evidence that he's he's a great player. That's the evidence. He's a great player. He could not he every could great fit. player can play off ball. That's a fact. James Harden can because he's done it before. So James when he Harden wasn't a great player, what are you talking about? He didn't was a great player in OKC. He wasn't James Harden Houston and James Harden OKC are not the same James Harden. James Harden. James so what are you Harden, talking about? James you're comparing Harden, a, you're can, comparing a superstar player, a top actually, five six player in the league, to a player that we don't was he? I don't even know. In 2012, he wasn't probably top fifteen, top six man of the year. Yeah, I he was just argue. a six man of the year. He's a J.R. Smith. That's who you're comparing. He's not a J.R. Smith. What? The and hell? OKC, he was a J.R. Smith. And you're comparing a J.R. Smith to a top five, argue, top six player. I in the can league. argue that James Harden was probably just as good as he was in OKC than his than when he was in his first year in Houston. If Russell Westbrook was not the second option, I think. It's if, it's actually it's if. actually you can actually make the debate that no, you James Harden there is no should have never been the one to be traded and Russell Westbrook should have got traded. You can make that I debate. Agree. You can because make Harden that was debate. probably better but than him at that time. So he was always he was a great player. I mean player you're, going at that for, time. you're going for you're going for Was if. he a superstar? No, but he he already said he's going to adjust. He wants to win. That he's doing he said he's doing he's going to do just, whatever it takes to win. Just cuz you say you're going to do it doesn't mean you can do it. I mean, there's no reason why has he has he given you a reason why he can't do has it? Has he given me a reason why he can? Because he did it before. He's and done o- it before. Stop. Yo, OKC was eight years ago, bro. But he's done it before. And that was nine, when he was Tom Brady, but Tom nine. Brady was great eight years ago. He's still great now. So it shows you he could do it. What the hell? Some yeah. players, some players are great regardless of what they're doing. James huh? Harden is one of those players. He'll be great in anywhere he goes in any system because he's that great. He's gonna be one of the best offensive players of all time, if not the best. Dude, he's like one he's of the Steph greatest. Curry. They could just run around or he can play off ball or Yeah, like what? I mean, he's not he's not gonna be to the level of Steph Curry's in, but Steph is in a system that does that. Steve Kerr's system does that. Did he do that with Mark Jackson? No. He it played was a little bit off ball. Did he do do it with Mark Jackson? He, no. Yes, he did. He Steve did. Kerr, yes, he did. Steve Kerr. Yes, he did. He didn't Steve do it as Kerr much as with Steve Kerr. It. He didn't do it as much as Steve Kerr, but unlike your boy, James Harden, he still did it with Mark Jackson. So what does Steph Curry did it if he was in He first Mike of all, Jared Johnson Jared, you know how I know you're dumb, you don't watch basketball? Because he did it with Mark Jackson, because Jared Jack used to play the one a lot. And Steph Curry and Clay used to run off ball. So you don't know what you're talking about. You never do. Wait. So you never up. do. When so it comes to Steph, you don't know what you're talking about. Jared so Jack up. used to play the one. Steph and Clay used to come off ball. They always did it. You a they yes they no always question. did it. They always played off. Steph ball. would have played off ball in Mike D'Antoni's system with um in Houston, probably not. No, in any Mike D'Antoni system, would he have played off the ball? Probably not. All right, so 
But I can you see how easy it was to answer that? See how easy it was to answer? Well, you could have just answered, is there concrete evidence? Yes no, or no. No, because there is concrete evidence that he's done. He's played off the ball when? before. As a superstar win. As a superstar win. It's the same guy. James Harden's the same guy, oh bro. He, this is James Harden we're talking about. He's the oh, same bro. guy. He's James same Harden guy, is James bro. Harden. Yes, he is. Still got a lovely beard. Still got a great game. Still what got a hell? great jump shot. <laughs> he said, hey, James that? Harden, he's the same guy. He's the same guy. He's Often. gotten better over the years, but... Still, James Harden is still one of the best of all time. Well, we got to see, man. That's who we James Harden see. is. We got to see. Still one of the best. Wait, but why are we talking about this if D'Antoni's going to be there and most likely he it's probably be won't play L. off ball? <laughs> Harden will play off ball. If Ben Simmons stays, right? I think if Ben Simmons stays, he'll play off the ball. Okay. <laughs> the question is, are they going to win? They'll win. Harden's going to win the championship. No oh doubt about it God. before it's all said and done. Okay. It might be next that, year. Let's would I that would that right, make man. Philly better? Realistically, would they win? That would With make Philly win. If, if they, get, yeah, if they get James Harden, Ben Simmons, they trade Embiid, and you said Josh Richardson. Okay, those two gone. And they have subpar shooters. If Shake Milton, Ben and Tobias Simmons, Harris. and James Harden sounds like the best duo in the NBA. Anyways, that would they would, dangerous. JC, do you think they would win? Honestly, honestly speaking, with the Bucks still around, Brooklyn's coming back. You got Toronto. You got Miami. You got Boston still. They're getting better. I, don't I can't pick him to come out the East. I, literally, like, James Harden, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but Do he's I not going to take them over the hump. Sorry. God, he will. I have to see it no first. About it. I have to see it first. I have to see it first. I'm still, like, you bringing in James Harden is great, but I'm still confident that James Harden, a backcourt of James Harden and Ben Simmons, it's, how much better is that really be on offense with Russbrook and James Harden? It's not that to, much better. Offensively, it's really not that yeah, much better. It's not. It's actually a little bit worse. With it worse shooters, too. Because now James Harden's going to have to do a little bit more offense because Ben Simmons is not going to try to score. It's gonna, it sounds a stop. I think they would. I, personally, I think they should keep him beat, but. Me, too. That's what I think. You pick you pick, nah, you pick Simmons. You pick Simmons. No, I'm changing my shit. I think, I think Embiid, just for those Now I'm thinking about I'm changing my shit. I trade Ben Simmons because he can't score. You, you want to you win. You like, you want to win? Why would you trade Embiid? One of the few, like. Guys who can like stop Giannis and you're in, you're in the East. Like I don't get that. He can't stop Giannis. Okay, nobody can really stop anybody, but he's he one of the guys job. that can do a really, really great job. job yeah, him. you're gonna keep Ben Simmons, who Giannis gladly he cooks him. Yeah, he will. He cook kills him. him. He does. He's mad little. That makes sense to you. And then you got Miami. Yeah, with Mike D'Antoni's system, I think that maximizes. Mike D'Antoni's system does nothing but show us you're never gonna win. I mean, He's I think never it, won. What, I mean, there's mean, a Mike reason for that. Reason, I mean, when has Houston ever been favored? Never been favored. Just because you're not favored doesn't mean you can't win, bro. Stop using that as Miami excuse. wasn't favored. Like what? Like a lot of people. Yeah, come here. on, bro. Okay, Miami wasn't 20, favored. And they're gonna lose to the 20, team that you know the that, but they weren't favored to. That's get funny because he, he loves talking about that 2012 season, but that same OKC season wasn't favored to beat the Spurs in the WCF. And they ended up winning. Harden had a great series that series. That, they're not, but so it, it wasn't favored. But doesn't just because you're when not favored over Kawhi, you can't win. I don't think when he Curry had that three play like that against when, the Spurs. When he, when he hit that he three over Kawhi, 40, wait, stop, 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 stop. He gave him forty in the Western Conference Finals. No, in the second round, he gave the Spurs forty-four. What are you talking Did about? Did he win the series? Like no, the they, they lost in six. Uh, OKC Harden lost that same year. Yo, what happened in the finals with Harden that year though? That was bad. That was bad, though. So young, he won't talk about it. He won't talk about that young. The year that Harden made the playoffs, Curry didn't make it until like a year or two later. You're acting like they didn't have KD. Steph Curry had KD that year. They was going to the playoffs. I don't know, man. And Westbrook. I don't know, man. <laughs> Rose off the bench. I don't know, man. I think Harden's just way more impactful. 
Simple as that. He's never won in his life. He's won. <laughs> I think he's won a high school championship. Uh, I think he didn't he win in college. Some, he went to Arizona State. Um, he he's made it far. You know, he's from Compton. He's not. He's, is he he wasn't, really? Yeah, he's from Compton. Yeah, he is. He's from LA. From I know. He's, from I didn't know he's from Compton. He about to be like not like Steph Curry who was raised Steph in a Curry good house. Was around <laughs> I know. What's wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know you're gonna say that. Like it, it just resembles a career so similarly. James Harden has to do everything. You know, he has to get it out the mud in the NBA. He doesn't have great teammates. Steph Curry, some of the greatest teams he's played with. The only reason he has championships. Mm. So I think it resembles how they. You're mad they at. Were, you should be more mad at the was. GM than Steph Curry. Like, <laughs> that's what you should be mad at. You should be more mad at the GM if anything. That's the GM's fault. No, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying these are the facts. I mean, you know, Clay, Steph, and Draymond all got drafted. No, oh, yeah, but I never said I was mad at it. I'm no, just but saying. you can't just. Like, they just all got drafted. Just Steph they, got better first. Because they got drafted. Steph to, made the leap first. Because they got drafted, does that mean that they weren't a great team? No, they They're were, but you acting like but Steph got better first. Steph though. got better first. Why? Was he drafted first? Yeah. He was drafted yeah. before. The, oh, okay. So that, that's what's supposed to happen. Not necessarily. The progression is supposed to happen. Not right? necessarily. I mean, shit, his leap was ridiculous. Jalen Brown stuff. got drafted before Tatum. Second pick, right? Yeah, Jalen Brown got drafted before Tatum. Yeah, Tatum Jaylen, made the leap. Jalen Brown was more raw though. But no, 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 no. But you said you said that's how it's supposed to happen. It doesn't always happen. It's like usually that. supposed to happen like that, isn't Not that? That's how it's supposed to happen. I mean, okay, if that's the case, Steph Curry won MVP, so he made the he made the leap first. He won MVP. He did right, what he, he had to do. Yeah, won he made, MVP. Right, he changed the game. He changed the, the whole game. Shooters of all time. He helped. He, he turned your man and his team into a small ball lineup. He did that. He started that trend. He's Harden's the reason my team shoots three. Yeah, and they lost. Harden's the reason why Lucas shoots the shots he shoots. Devin Booker shooting step backs. Jason Tatum shooting step backs. They both have to change the game in their own right. Stop Jason Tatum learned though. all that from Kobe. What are you talking about? Yeah, he did. He hey, what did. are you talking about? He did get that from Everybody's shooting step backs now because of James Harden. Simple as that. Or maybe. That changed the game more, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Because a three-point shot, but James Harden changed it with the step back. No doubt about it. Next, next, next topic. So now this one is about yeah, the Minnesota, the Minnesota Timberwolves. There was a report that came out that Carl Anthony Towns is as good as gone. gone from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Why the Timberwolves would do this, I don't know, but Towns is signed from 2024. So they don't have to trade him, but do you guys think that he will get traded? Do I think he will get traded? They're bugging if they do. Yeah. They have nothing right now. I'm only, I'm just entertaining this just given the fact that he is traded. And, I mean... I'll start off by saying I think if Cat gets traded, I think the team that needs him the most and that he can benefit going to is the Boston Celtics. Yes. I will tell you why. Boston Celtics. Okay, so I was talking to Joel earlier before the show. Um, that was Boston's biggest downside of their lineups, whereas their center. Uh, I don't think Daniel Tice is that productive of a center. Like, I mean, defensively. Defensively, yeah, but, I mean, Boston is good defensively even without him, if you think about it. You add Carl Anthony Towns, a guy who shoots 40% from three, has an inside-outside game. You're trading pa- offense for defense. You pair, Yeah, you pair him with Jalen Brown. You pair him with Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker. With the right pieces, I think that team, mm, would they have won if they had Cat last series? I don't know, but... It's definitely a more intriguing and a lot better team with Carl Anthony Towns and Daniel Tice as your five who can do all that. And he's still relatively young, and you don't have to worry about re-signing him for the next four or five years because he's under contract. So if I was a team in the NBA that I like, it was a match made in heaven, I think it would be Boston for Cat, just because given the fact that they're a young roster, he's signed for a long time, 
and they're competing to win now, and they're relatively young. <clears throat> you know, I used to like the old NBA where team like players would rock out with this one team and just not like grind that anymore. Out. Yeah, grind out and just get one. But I think Cat is probably gone. I think Minnesota. They tried to keep him. He did he was gonna, dirty he, if he leaves. He was going to he, he was going to go until they got D-Lo. That made him stay a little longer. But uh, he's probably as good as gone. I think Minnesota's best option is to trade him, get some assets out of him. Because yeah. it don't even make sense. He's, they should keep him, I think, because that's a good cornerstone him, D-Lo. He's about yeah. to draft either Edwards or LaMelo Ball. But he's probably as good as gone, honestly. Who do you think he goes to? What, do you, what team do you think I think he him? goes to the Knicks, honestly. To the Knicks? That's not a bad I think he either. goes to the Knicks, to be honest. I think they you, make- you saying that you like the old NBA. The old NBA was kind of the same way. If you don't win, players leave. Kevin Garnett left the Timberwolves. Darren Williams, Darren Williams left the Jazz. He got traded. I mean, LeBron that's left. What, that's what Towns is going to do basically right now, get traded. He's going right? to force a trade. So I think players who's, who are in bad situations have always left their yeah, bad but, situation. But LeBron was there for a minute. Like, he fought and rolled for them. Like, Cat ain't really, like... I mean, LeBron was there from, what, 03 to, to 2010? 10. So he was, yeah. like, seven years yeah, he was there. there. Like, he, like, Cat's he, been in Minnesota since... Four or five years. Four, 2014, right? Yeah. but Six it's, years now. Yeah, it's been really... Like, Cat doesn't have that impact to do it, though. Yeah, That's no. true. I mean, but you also not a hard worker, though, too. Like, it's like... He's mad nice though, but yeah, yeah, you're getting paid before you really do something. I, I mean, I get it. I, I just he's nah, nice I get though. It. Yeah, sometimes you gotta leave. I mean, but look, so KG I think, made a WCF with them boys. Yeah, I don't know if the rumors are true because I'd like to believe that Minnesota traded for D'Lo. They got a good player, Malik Beasley. They got the number one pick. I like to think that Towns. Stays wants to play with D'Lo, wants to stay there. Build something. But Towns is signed through 2024, so they don't have to make any move on this unless he really wants out. I think yeah. he'll want out if they don't start winning next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best team that he probably could go to is the Knicks. Because I think the only team that could probably fit him. Every team, I think, is pretty much, they don't need Cat. Yeah. He offers no defense. He's a great offensive player, but he doesn't move the needle like Jokic does in terms of his playmaking He's just a guy who's going to score, but he's not going to do much of anything Scoring else. rebounds. Stretch the floor. Pretty much. Stretch the floor in an elite level. Another team I think that would be probably a good move if they were to trade for him would probably be the Indiana Pacers. Miles Turner wants to go. So does Oladipo. So you could throw in a trade package of Oladipo and Miles Turner, maybe some picks and get Cat. Cat with Sabonis. Got Malcolm Brogdon there. I think it wouldn't right. be a. I think it yeah, wouldn't be a bad team. team. It didn't give me like it didn't. It didn't turn me up. How about how about a cat like for the right package? A cat what about to, the cat to Phoenix? I, I read that on a report. Well, I don't, don't like cats to Phoenix. Me neither, because they have DeAndre Ayton. Devin Booker's his best friend. That's why I said yeah. that. They always that wanted. To, they always wanted to play with each other. That's true. So I mean, how would you feel about a cat to Brooklyn if we traded like traded like had had a solid package for him? You would, you would do what you uh, – my, my take with Brooklyn has always been the same. You need defense more than offense. Mm-hmm. You can score with any team in the league. But you they know? were looking for that third star. I don't know if you if you feel Cat could be that third star. I think he could. I think he but, could, but like – But I feel like you give up too much depth for him. You but do. I, I read an article saying that Brooklyn You give up too much depth. And he fits depth, our system, our three-point shooting give system up too very much well. Depth and you give up too much defense because he's a bad defender. So, I would, I, like I said, you guys – you could get a third star – but a guy who can play both but ways too. I know Cat isn't the best defender, but has he really been surrounded by any good defenders for his thing in, in uh, Minnesota he that hasn't. helps him? He hasn't. He hasn't. So that matters. So I don't too. think you need to be surrounded by good defenders to play I, well, good for, defense. For him, I feel like I feel like it it would matter for him. That's true. Just being like you know, I mean, Minnesota these past couple of years, I checked their rankings. They've been 
dead last in defensive rating and all that thing stuff. Thing is, I he feel that he doesn't help that at any. He doesn't help it, but traded, he definitely deserves help on defense. Minnesota has to trade D'Lo at that point yeah. because you can't keep D'Lo. And there are reports that saying that Minnesota is eyeing Lamelo, so maybe D'Lo. they might draft Lamelo, trade, trade D'Lo, and trade Cat and build around Lamelo. <laughs> That's gonna know. be a long time, man. It's gonna take them a while. Yeah. But if that would probably, I'll probably be where the best would D'Lo go scenario. though. Honestly, I don't even know. At this point, he's getting tossed around. Yeah, I don't know where he would go. I'd go to the Knicks. You, you guys would take D'Lo and Cat and just run wild? Hell yeah, he would. In the East, yeah. Hell yeah. In the, West, in the West, that's I don't think bad. it works. But in the East, I think it works. Yeah. That's not a bad team. D'Lo has to find a home, man. <laughs> yeah, I really need him to find a home, too. I like D'Lo. Now we're going to talk about one of the better teams in the Western Conference, up-and-coming teams. The Dallas Mavericks. Whoa. They're nice. They got one of the best players in the NBA in Luka Doncic. Probably a top 20, top 15 player, depending on who you ask. And top Chris 10. Porzingis. Oh, oh I thought you were going with, with uh, Luka. I was, I was like, like what top the hell? 10, bro. <laughs> so this is the question. Who is the missing piece, the player that the Dallas Mavericks need to get for them to take the leap and contend legitimately in the Western Conference? Player? It's gonna be tough to give you a player. I can give you a player. Who? Like a um They need a score. Another score. Not Paul George, but like a Paul George type player. Who's that? Just like somebody like um <laughs> Like a Drew Holiday? No. Like a you need a a wing that can score like a you know, like a multi dimensional wing, like a Paul George Jason Tatum mold. That type of guy. I have two. Who? My first player. Is Victor Oladipo? No, no, that's not I that bad. It's as bad as you think it is. I think he was actually one of my players too. That's I, why I love Victor Oladipo there. But his second player, and I, I just like this player there for the AS. <laughs> Are you gonna say PJ Tucker? No, I oh. like I like this player for <laughs> this. I like this player for the aesthetic of it. You get this player that you got a lot of foreign guys that are starting. You got Luca. You got oh. Porzingis. You uh, got Don Maxi Kleba. Maxi Kleba. This guy is Danilo Gallinari. I think Danilo Gallinari, right. this That's this team was already the best offensive rated team in NBA history. They had the best offensive rating. Danilo Gallinari takes that over the top. He's shooting 40% from three. He's averaging 19. People have injury concerns about him, but he's played 60-plus games his last two years. And this and he 60, can create his own shot. 60, he can create his own shot. He has some handle. He can go off the dribble. He can spot up really well. He's 6'10", so he can shoot over anybody. And I think... If you have Gallinari, they already shoot 37% from three without him. Mm-hmm. If you have a starting lineup of Luka, Gallinari, Chris Stops, Finney Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr., Seth and Curry, Seth Curry, he said Seth, and Curry. Seth Curry, or even Maxi Kleba, <laughs> this might be the best space team in the NBA. There's no way you can guard them. And that's also counting that Luka's going to improve his shot. He's shooting like 31% right 32, now. 32. 32. If, he, if he improves his shot... This team is going to be the most unstoppable offensive team of all time. They already were, technically. Was the question who would, who's like the third star to get them to the, like the chip? Just to have them contending legitimately. So maybe going to the second round, going to the conference finals. I don't think D'Lo would do that. Dan, Danilo would take them over the top. You think so? I don't think so. Not I over think, the top. I mean, I think Drew Holiday would be a perfect player for that team, personally, because I know they, New Orleans is looking to trade him. Really good defensively. I don't think he needs the ball in his hands to score 
as much as people think he does. I think he can give you his 15, 16 points a game with elite defense in the backcourt, solid playmaking when Luka Doncic leaves the game. I, I think I just think that he, since he's a guy that wants to New Orleans wants to get rid of, I think Dallas should pick him up. I like the aesthetic of it. I like I like I would love to see Luca, Porzingis, Kleba, and Gallinari on the floor at the same time. That foreign word right there. And and Mar Marvanovich. That's a that's a foreign team. That's a mad that's a big lineup. That is. And Gallinari six ten and I know people shame him on his defense, but this year he wasn't that bad on defense. Wait, what, what, he was a part of one of the clutchest lineups in the NBA. Drew Holiday? Like I saw you nodding your head like you know that could work. Like Drew Holiday, I feel like he could fit anywhere. Yeah, I feel like He's such defensively, a he's, man. defensively he's so elite. I mean, the Danilo one is cool because Danilo is also another guy who could fit anywhere. I just don't think that would take them over the top. I think that would just make them a second round team at best. Maybe, yeah, at best. He's he's a he's a really good player though. I wouldn't. Um, the first guy you like Oladipo. I don't know about that one because we still don't know like if he's gonna come back. Which Oladipo yeah. we're gonna get back? If we're gonna get the struggling Oladipo back, it wouldn't help them defensively though. He's still really good. Yeah. But, but I feel like that's kind of like the same thing as what Drew about Holiday. what about how would you guys feel about Bradley Bill? I was gonna say that, but I, I feel like, like it doesn't Bill work either. just because Bradley Bill's so ball dominant. I think if you can, he can play, they, ball, but he's though. better than Luca though. If they'd be able to sign, <laughs> I think if they sign Danilo, they can also sign another player. I think so. So if they sign Danilo, they can probably sign a guy like a Marcus Morris or just a grit and guy, grind type of guy. Not a bad sign. Who's going to play defense and he could shoot. Like maybe you got like Jay Crowder or something. But uh, so that could complete their team. They could have a really good lineup, good three-point shooting lineup, good defensive lineup. Mm-hmm. And I think Dallas is going to be one of the most dangerous teams. I mean, I've picked the, um, Luka to be a top five player next season. I think that's what he's going to be. Damn, I know he couldn't get traded, but a Clay Thompson would be really smooth what? in this lineup. Clay Thompson, that would be OD. Yeah, he'd be a really be a smooth guy in this lineup. That'd be right next to Luca. That would be crazy. That'd be one of my guys. I, I, with Clay Thompson, you got I got him like I got him going to the WCF with a Clay Thompson sign. Luca Clay, that would be that's that'd ridiculous. Be, that'd be dangerous. The Mavericks lost to the Clippers yep. in the first round. The Clippers then proceeded to lose in the second round. They choked the series. To the Nuggets, and because of that, Doc Rivers today was fired. Something that surprised most people, probably didn't surprise other people. Do you think that with Doc Rivers fired, the Clippers are finally going to advance to the finals next year? Depends on who they bring in. Yeah, that's that's it's always the, how it's going to come. Yeah, I mean, what coaching candidates are out there right now? Kenny Atkinson is one of them. Okay, Antonio. Yeah, they're Jackson. saying the they're saying the top candidates right now are Jeff Van Gundy. It's not a bad coach. And Tyron Lue. Mm-hmm. I heard to about Tyron Lue. To be the head Tyron Lue's okay. He's a championship coach. Jeff Jeff Van Gundy really isn't a bad coach. When he was right. coaching back in his era, he he, he had he, he had a like, lot of competitive. Like he was teams. great for that era, though. Yeah, he was. I mean, he has been out of coaching for so long, so I don't know how that would work. I feel like, damn, Doc Rivers. That was a surprise when uh, Joel texted me and told me that. I was like, mad surprised. I was like, I didn't think he would get fired, but he has. I did. I, he's blown multiple three one leads, yeah. and I think people are starting to look at him as an overrated coach. Yeah, because he's. Got you one know, championship. And they, 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 that Celtics team milks stacked. the shit out of that championship. That team was stacked. Now, somebody said, like, they he was a coach for the um, for Boston before the Kevin Garnett and everything. And he was. He wasn't really mm-hmm. doing much either with them. Not Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce. Yeah, he wasn't really Antoine doing Walker much Antoine Walker was a bucket. Yeah, he was nice. He wasn't really doing much with them. I wasn't though. surprised. In fact, I was hoping this move happened. I thought the biggest mistake the Clippers would have made was to keep Doc Rivers there another year. I mean, there's no way they should have blown that 3-1 lead. Facts. 
this guy has a history of blowing 3-1 leads. Mm-hmm. And the reason I think this move was made is because Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer wants to win now. He's probably the most energetic owner out of everybody. I think I, I'd well, put Steve... Has- I'd put Steve Bomber one. I'd probably put Mark Cuban second. He, 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 he's also he, said everybody except Kawhi is, uh, is uh, touchable. He's, I mean, he, he's in winning mode, but look what he gave up. It's like, for Doc? Know, no, look what he gave up oh. for Paul George. Like, you, you have to win to, now, though. You have to win now. If he doesn't win now, it's going to, if he doesn't win now, we're going to talk about this being one of the worst trades of all time. It's going to be up there with the Brooklyn trade. And I think Guaranteed. that he, Steve Ballmer was the one that motivated this trade. He wanted this trade to happen. He, I mean, he wanted the firing to happen. Yeah, and I think it's a good move. I mean, you look, this guy. It's kind of like what's happening in Atlanta right now with the Falcons, right? Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers Dan has Quinn. Doc Rivers has already built a culture of blowing leads, of losing. That culture is not easy to fix. And in order to fix those type of coaches, you, you either need to bring a new guy in or just blow the whole thing up. They don't have the option of blowing the team up because this team can win. So the other answer to it is bringing a guy in, just like Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta has that culture of blowing leads. Whenever they got a lead, oh, shit, it might happen again. That's how the Clippers feel now. That's how Doc Rivers' teams feel now. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have never lost to the Houston Rockets. Shouldn't have never lost to the Denver Nuggets. And Shouldn't have lost in 03. And now I think with t- with Tracy. We, we do have a different perspective on Doc Rivers because he actually, if you look at his history, he's not that great of a coach. Like, He's a good coach, yeah, but he's not got that great. Overrated by that championship run, and now the people got him looking at this high, yeah, like he's coach. a high end coach. Like yeah. even even I was a, I was part of that uh that crowd that was doing that. Even last year, I'm saying, oh, the Clippers are led by a great coach and Doc Rivers, and just like Me too. now, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel the same. I mean, I mean, Doc Rivers last year with that Clippers team, they made the playoffs, and Doc Rivers was in Coach of the Year conversations, yeah. He was getting votes for that, and I don't think that should have happened because I don't think any eight seed team should get Coach of the Year nominations. That's just me. Even if there was no expectations to make the playoffs for your team, maybe a little bit. Like let's no, say the record was actually really good. Yeah, like if Memphis would have made it, I, I, I guarantee Taylor Jenkins would have got some. But I don't think you should be a leading candidate. You should be maybe like top six. How about how about with, be a they leading gave the Warriors candidate. a run for their money? Yeah, how about with uh? How about with Kenny Atkinson when he got Brooklyn to the to the playoffs as his coach? Do you think that was worthy of that? Brooklyn. I think it's a. No, top, I'm just like I trying to get like, a better understanding. I think it's like of it. top six, top five, but I don't think it's a leading candidate. Okay, but I I do I think man only if Kawhi didn't end off so bad with Greg Popovich, I would say Popovich could come and coach his team. Yeah, but I think the best guy right now probably on the market that Tyronn not Lee. named. Pyron lose one of them, but not named Jeff Van Gundy. That's not already within the organization. Kenny Atkinson, but I yeah, think he's, he's kind of like the same mold of Doc Rivers. I think, he's, coach. I think he's more of a player development. He is. That's what coach. he is. That's that's what his ceiling is. To he he just can't. He can't. I, I don't think you can win winning. with him. You don't I think Tyron lose probably the best. Develop your scenario. players. Like for the Knicks job, I feel like Kenny Atkinson would fit perfectly. But for a Ooh, team that needs coach? to win now, Tom Thibodeau. But for a team that needs to win now, I think Tom would honestly be good for this role. With the Clippers. Oh, yeah. They have a lot of defensive pieces. I think Tom would have made them really work, honestly. Because Tom, I know Tom was the assistant back when Boston was going their championship I mean, run. I heard, um, I heard that um, Doc Rivers, as, as the coach, the Clippers really didn't have an offensive system established. They were just they, running pick and rolls. You ever watched them play? Just, they, were just, they were just running pick and rolls yeah. with Paul George and Kawhi all game. Literally. And the Lou Will, Montrez pick and roll. They don't yeah. have an offensive system. Yeah, they don't. System. But I think another, another move the Clippers have to make is probably getting rid of Lou Will. For a more established defender, consistent score. 
Because Hell we've seen yeah. we've seen Holidays, when Lou man. Will is not going, he offers nothing to the game. Facts. In fact, they were hunting. They were Lou Will hunting in that series versus Denver. I think Montrez Harrell leaves too. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he resigns either. It's getting bad real quick for the Clippers. Unless, they, unless they can fix these So today, issues. Doc Rivers got fired. That was a big headline. He wrote this whole like heartfelt message. <laughs> Did you yeah, really? I saw that yeah. on Twitter. I didn't even see that. That was one read of it. them. But another big headline is that Victor Oladipo is looking to move on from the Indiana Pacers. So what team can Oladipo fit with? I know that we brought up Dallas. But other than Dallas, what team should Oladipo go to? I honestly think he should just stay and ride out his contract for the simple fact that who's going to want to trade for a guy who just played that poorly in the playoffs, a guy who's still coming off. You still see he like looks rusty. Yeah, he looks rusty, a shell of himself. I think if he should ride out this last year, because I know he has one more year, ride out this last one-year deal, see, tell, show people what he's worth. But realistically, I could see him on a team like Milwaukee. I like I like him in Milwaukee. I think he could take Bledsoe's spot, <laughs> honestly. I think you could run George Hill at the one. See him in Miami? No, nah, I don't That's think That's what they, Miami's been wanting all year. I've been I reading reports about that. He can't really he can sh- ah, he can't really shoot. He's an okay shooter. Thirty five percent, thirty six. It's average. Ah, Miami wants everybody, bro. They say they're gonna get everybody, bro. I don't I so, see him in Milwaukee though. I have a trade. Knicks? That I think is gonna work. Not the Knicks. It's actually the Rockets. And the trade I see Russell Westbrook. For Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner. You bring Oladipo, pair him oh, up here with we go. Harden. You bring Miles Turner, pair him up with Harden. Yeah. I think that can make Miles, Turner, Miles Turner wants to leave too. I'm pretty yeah. sure he said he wants to leave. So if you can get a stretch five in Houston who can protect the rim as well mm-hmm. and a player in Oladipo who can shoot, handle the ball. Defend. I think that would, yeah, defend. I think that would be a great fit for Harden's that's play not, style. That's not bad. But another, and I think Indiana, I mean, what do you have to lose with getting Westbrook? Westbrook brings excitement to that team. You might not win, but he brings excitement Brogdon, to that Brogdon team. Brogdon can play the two. And he's, honestly, he's just, he's more intriguing. He's just He'll better. Get them to he's, the just, he's more intriguing. Yeah, no he's just better it. than Miles Turner and Oladipo. So you're not really, he's like, bring in losing much. Too. He'll, yeah. he'll get Indiana to the playoffs. Definitely. But I do agree with Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee can, I mean, I think Oladipo could play the one in Milwaukee. And then, you yeah. know, whatever just, happens there. You get, a good, you get Giannis another scorer. But I think some other teams that we can't rule out. I'm looking right Atlanta? Uh, no, nah, not Atlanta. That could be possible, but I'm thinking more of like the Jazz. They get rid of Conley. You would play Donovan and Victor in the backcourt? I think Oladipo, was, Oladipo was more of a one in college. I think he could be a one in the NBA. It's been, it's been a minute, though, since he's been at the one. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of teams here that Oladipo could. I mean, not a lot, but I, I see Milwaukee as a destination. Sacramento. If Toronto loses Van Vliet, I see Oladipo in Toronto as well. Perfectly there. Yeah. But I think the Rockets are probably the best one to me. I like Milwaukee. It makes the most sense for the Rockets. Yeah. If they were to trade away Westbrook, get Oladipo and Turner. And Turner's young, too. Yeah. Could you see him him in New Orleans? You trade Drew Holiday for him? That wouldn't make sense. You don't think it would? Uh-uh. No? You're essentially I think Holiday's trading, a better player. Yeah, right? you're mm-hmm. essentially trading a, a, a little bit worse player. They're essentially the same guy, if you think about it. But other than that, I think, damn, it's really not many teams because Minnesota. They're not going to do it. You know, Kings, they're not going to do it. The Magic, the you th- Grizzlies. You think, you think Philly would do it? Philly, nah, Philly nah. could probably do it for like a Josh Richardson. Other, like maybe like an Al Horford. Portland? Guy. Yeah. Portland? Nah, right? Nah, that wouldn't make sense. Portland. 
Unless they trade McCollum. I don't think they trade. Uh, I don't he's know. A, he's a shooter. Damn. I mean, Warriors. Hell no. Right? I'll I mean, tell you they're not, not doing There's not that. even teams like the Suns wouldn't, the Bulls wouldn't, the Thunder wouldn't, the Spurs maybe. Nah. The uh. Clippers wouldn't, the Blazers wouldn't, the Bucks wouldn't. I mean, the Bucks would, the Mavericks would. The yeah. Rockets would. So probably those three teams would be the like Warriors the, wouldn't. The Raptors would. Grizzlies. Or what about the, the Grizzlies? Celtics? Might. What about the Celtics? You trade Gordon Hayward for Oladipo. Yes, that's not that bad. I would try that's to get definitely a big. not that bad. If I'm but the Celtics, yes. I'm trying to get a big first. Like I said, I feel like they should target a big you, first. They already got Kemba, Smart, Brown, Tatum. I would try to get a Tice big. Tyson isn't that guy, bro. He's not that good to be your big. Defensively, he's really good. Uh, undersized. Huh? He's getting cooked by them. Very bad. Yeah. I don't know. I think the best fit I see is between the Rockets, the Mavericks, and the Bucks. I agree. And I think right now is the best time to trade for Oladipo because his value is extremely low. And he's on one year, so yeah, his value is extremely low. Like you know, you can probably trade him for not that much. And at this point in the careers, Westbrook's value is pretty low too. So you can get you yeah, can get low value. You can like Oladipo and Miles Turner isn't low value, but for a former MVP in Westbrook, that's pretty like. That's like on paper is low value, but that would really help Houston out a lot. And yeah. I think they'd be a better team because of it. Easily. And they'd be really good defensively, too. I mean, he's a rental at this moment. So Who, Westbrook? No, well, both. Well, no, Westbrook's contract is two, right? No, Westbrook is in the rental. O- I think like two or three years. Oladipo's, Oladipo's Oladipo's a rental. He's a rental right now. I just don't Drew, Drew Holiday's a rental, too, because yeah. his contract is up. I just like, if that trade goes through, I just don't see Westbrook being happy in Indiana and staying there. I think he <laughs> He was. was happy in OKC. I think he likes yeah. when the attention's on him. Small we'll market, see, worry man. about him. I, I think feel like he's more worried about winning now. No, I don't think. I don't think Westbrook cares. I think he'll love thriving in Indiana as the man. They're celebrating him. He's that guy. I think he'll love it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Not to mention, they're not a bad team if they get him, too. They can Brogdon, still make the Sabonis, run. Yeah, Brogdon's a shooter. He, he can spread too. the floor. TJ Warren can shoot the ball. Sabonis, you can give to him inside, outside. Then you got the bench, Justin Holiday. You got Doug McDermott. You got Aaron Holiday, who's good, too. Yeah, he's good. So, you like, Indiana's a solid. That would be a solid team for us. But, and they probably, no, they wouldn't have cap. No, they would because they wouldn't have to pay Turner. So that'd be. Do you think they could get somebody else? They have Jeremy Lamb. Oh, he tore his ACL, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's okay. They have a good. They have a team solid would be team. in the playoffs for yeah, sure. They'll be a playoff playoffs team. now. Six, seven be in the playoffs. Fifth seed. They'll they'll rock out. They'll lose, but they'll rock out. <laughs> so this does it for this episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. If you guys enjoy our content, please share it as it helps us grow. Follow us on Instagram at Pick Aside Podcast. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pick Aside. And for those of you who would like to help out the show even more, you can find us on Patreon. And to go to our site on Patreon is patreon.com slash Podcast, And you can look at the tiers and choose how much you would like to donate. Thank you for your support. Thank you for watching and see you next time. Hey guys, this is Al Galdi from the Al Galdi Podcast. In case you didn't know, the show that you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand its team podcast network and business operations. Now, Blue Wire is raising another round on WeFunder. 
WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand its sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be a part of the Blue Wire Investment Round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire. That's wefunder.com slash bluewire.